0: I'm Samantha Goldman, and you're listening to the Food Explorers Podcast. As a parent, I know you dream of your child having a happy and healthy relationship with food, but I also know how exhausting and confusing it can be when your child just won't eat. In my background as an occupational and feeding therapist, I've helped hundreds of families both in and out of the hospital bring the magic back into mealtime and development and I want to help you do that too. In this podcast, I give you the full scoop on the tools and tips you need to start helping your child confidently explore new foods while having fun. Please be advised that this is not medical or therapy advice and is just for general and informational knowledge. Let's get to the show. Picture this. You've been introducing a new food for months, and despite your best efforts, your child hasn't taken a bite yet. You've done everything you can think and are starting to feel defeated. And then, it finally happens. As you watch your child take a bite, you can hardly contain your excitement. You've been waiting and waiting for this moment. You're jumping with anticipation as they chew and swallow it, and those four little words fly out of your mouth at warp speed. Do you like it? Well, what if I told you that was actually one of the least helpful things we could say in that moment? Before we get to why, let's unpack this a bit. There is so much emotion surrounding eating, especially when your child is struggling with feeding challenges. Eating progress is often frustratingly slow and wins can feel so far and few between. So when the moment finally happens, you are just bursting with joy and excitement. But in that moment, you're also filled with so much hope that they will actually like and enjoy that food because you are desperate to add variety and nutrition to their diet. Other times, you may not even think about it when you ask. It's just second nature to ask someone if they're enjoying the food they're eating. Honestly, I've even found myself falling into this trap when I'm not in a therapeutic mode. I definitely have asked children in our family if they enjoyed a food after trying it and then immediately cringed realizing my mistake when they answered no. So if you're listening and you realize you say this all the time, don't you worry, I've been there too. It takes time to retrain your brain with new intentional responses. But you may be wondering, is do you like it really that bad? Here's the thing, if you've been in my community for a while, you know that I will tell you that if it works for your family, then you do you. But here's why I personally prefer not to use, do you like it? Number one, the first time we try a food, our brain really isn't sure what to expect. In that first bite, our brain is evaluating whether the food tasted or felt like we anticipated. Maybe we expected it to be more sweet or sour, crunchy, or soft. In that first bite, our brain is learning the characteristics of the food. When you ask a child immediately if they liked it, The truth is, they often don't know yet. Their brain is still forming an opinion. But because they often don't know or aren't sure yet, the answer is likely going to be no. Number two, it can take more than one bite to learn to like a food. Did you immediately love sushi the first time you tried it? If you're anything like me, no. To be totally transparent, my first bite of sushi made me feel like I wanted to throw up. But then I continued to try it in different ways, at different opportunities, with different people, and now sushi is literally my favorite food in the world. That's because it took time for my brain to learn to like it. Again, that first taste, I had no idea what to expect. But every time I took another bite or tried it again, I got more used to it. This is a process called habituation. And I figured out exactly how I liked it served and how I liked to eat it. When we ask kids immediately after one time if they liked it, this teaches them that they will know after one bite, but this simply isn't the case. Sure, sometimes they may enjoy a food on the first bite, but many foods can be acquired taste taking time to learn. In fact, research has determined that it can take up to 20 times tasting a food to determine if we truly like it or not. Number three. We don't absolutely love all the foods we eat. In fact, many foods fall in a gray area. We tolerate it or it's okay. We don't hate it, but we don't exactly love it. But we do eat it because we know that our body needs a balance of foods and nutrients. The best example of this is vegetables. Many adults still don't love vegetables to this day. But we know how important they can be in a healthy and balanced diet, so we eat them. I like to teach kids this too, that not all food is a 100% win. It is okay to be in the gray area, but when we only give them the two choices, like or dislike, we shut this down. And number four, it's a lot of pressure. Can you imagine if every single time you tried a new food, you had an audience, and that you needed to give an answer to that audience immediately? And that if you say yes, you like that food, They would literally run to Costco and buy it in bulk size to serve to you as much as possible. That is what our kids are experiencing. When a child struggles with feeding challenges, we are so desperate for them to eat new foods that we sometimes overdo it when they do like one. And this is a lot of pressure for them. It's not uncommon that I see a kid say no when asked because they don't want to be expected to eat it every day. How do I know? Older kids have a literally verbalized this to me in sessions. They're worried that if they say yes, their parents are going to try and make them eat it at home. So what can you say instead? Sometimes the most powerful response is saying nothing at all. I know this seems drastic, but in those moments after your child takes a bite of food, absence of words can speak volumes. Silence creates a safe space for your child to explore unfamiliar taste and textures without the weight to please us and tell us if they like it. It also gives them the opportunity to continue to explore that food and learn about it. Often, when you give kids a chance, they'll go back and try another taste, another bite, poke it with their fork, tear it into two. Essentially, they'll go back and learn about that food some more, but when we interrupt with our questions, it takes away that opportunity. Furthermore, The absence of pressure to like that food encourages more openness to exploration. If kids don't feel like they immediately need to like a food or to eat a certain amount of it, they're usually more likely to explore and try it. Let me tell you a quick story. I was recently working with a family and when the child would try a new food, the mom would get so excited and have a total celebration. While super sweet and cute, The son would clearly get overwhelmed by the celebration. These celebrations were meant to help him feel excited and empowered, but instead it made him withdraw and not want to try new foods because he would immediately be asked if he liked it and then a huge celebration would ensue. The mom started to notice that he would actually begin to go to the pantry and try foods when nobody was watching because he felt more comfortable and safe at these moments. And when she shifted to silence instead of celebration and questions, he felt safer at the table too. Of course, silence might not be the only answer. Every child is unique and there are various ways to respond after your child tries new food. In fact, I've prepared a free handout for you with the five responses I like other than do you like it that you can try with your child? You can find the link for that in the show notes. Remember, introducing new foods to a child who struggles can be a challenging process for many parents. There's so many questions, you're wondering how to respond to this, what happens when this happens? And that's why in the sensory toolbox membership, you'll find a comprehensive step-by-step guide to introducing new foods to your child that walks you through different situations and gives you simple but actionable steps. If you're in the membership, go check it out. If not, what are you waiting for? The Sensory Toolbox is only $19.99 a month, but you get access to our entire resource and training library when you join. So instead of wondering, what do I do when my child does this? Or what if they don't respond like I expected? You'll now be able to find answers right at your fingertips. Again, don't forget to download this week's free handout, Five Things to Say When Your Child Tries a New Food that isn't Do You Like It? The link is in the show notes, and I'll see you back here on the podcast next week. If you want to check out The Sensory Toolbox, visit me at www.drsamgoldman.com forward slash sensory toolbox. Again, www.drsamgoldman.com forward slash The Sensory Toolbox to check it out. I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Food Explorers podcast, a podcast about helping your child learn to become a confident and happy eater. If you love this episode, please make sure to share it with a friend, subscribe, or leave a review wherever you are listening. This helps parents just like you find this podcast and start bringing the magic back into mealtime. Thanks again for joining me today, and I'll see you next time.